You're listening to an Amplify podcast. So, what is something you've been looking forward to or what are you looking forward to and what are your expectations for it? I've actually got something coming up. And so at my school, I'm in year nine. So we have exams next week, which we're going to talk about later. Um, So I have exams. And then the week after, we do the thing called the Explore program. The Explore program is a thing that the school's been running for a little while now. And it gets... It gives an opportunity for the United to go into the city and look around and do some challenges. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. But I'm a little doubtful on how it will go. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. But because I'm in the city a lot, and the people who I'm doing it with, so it's groups of four to mm-hmm. six, I think. Um, so I'm a little bit iffy about how they will go. Like, because I know the city quite well. Like, I know the city like the back of my hand. And because they haven't had the opportunity that I have to go into the city every week and do a radio show, talking about that later again. Wow. Like, I'm leaking everything today. Um, But it seems like I'm like the leader. Okay. Naturally. Well, what if, how do you know they don't go into the cities over the weekends or something like that? I can just tell, and they tell me, like, I say, what did you do on the weekend? Oh, I just stayed at home. And, some like, two of them aren't really going out types. Okay, well, yeah. never doesn't mean it won't be good. Yeah, I know. And you don't know what the challenges are, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Expectations. Got to keep them high. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes. Now, with me, there was a game that, okay, it came out in Japan. Oh, another game that came out of Japan, not in, not in Western. Then it came out a couple of months later in America. Oh, and uh, usually when something gets released in America, it gets released in, like, Europe and Australia because yeah. they're considered one region within the next maybe month or so. Yeah. No, month or so. Three months. Really? Yes. Oh. It came out two days ago. Really? Ex- what game? Uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Exceeding my expectations, though. Way better than I thought it would be, and I thought it would be really Six good. Six months or something. Six months. I've been waiting. Well, don't they need to, like, translate it and everything? Yeah, they do, but... What I don't get is when they translate it to English for the American copy, it can't be that different to translate it to English Australian. Well, you might have to, like, change the spelling. Like, if there's the word colour, you might have to add a U, and that could come up in the game hundreds of times. Yeah, well, it doesn't, but... um. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I get that, but it still shouldn't... Like, it took almost as much time to go from Australia, to, from America to Australia, as it did to go from Japan to America, uh-huh. which just confuses me. Oh, well, but, hey, it's meeting my expectations. Yeah. Um, one quote that I just want to read out from the song that we just played, which is sort of about expectations, called 21 Things I Want in a Lover. Um, it says, these are 21 things I want in a lover, not, necessar- not necessarily needs, but qualities I prefer, which I think sums everything up. Amplify the sound of underaged Melbourne. Actors that fit their role perfectly. Perfectly. So can you think of any? We were talking about this on the break, and I'm completely clueless about this because I have no idea. Um, I watch a couple of movies and everything, but I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's one actor that springs to mind. Mm-hmm. I think Lisa Kudrow. Who? Lisa Kudrow. Um, she's an American actress. She did a lot of films and TV shows in, like, 1990s, early 2000s. And one role that I think she plays perfectly is Phoebe Buffay on, on Friends. Okay. Phoebe is a very interesting character. Anyone who's seen Friends could relate because she's sort of a bit like a hippie. She was like the original vegan that everyone took their opinions from. Okay. Actually, no, she was a vegetarian 
vegetarian, different yeah. from vegan. Um, so, yeah. And I think she really pulls off that role superbly. Because I, I don't think I can imagine that role played by anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's such it's such a unique sort of character. That's There's a whole video of her on YouTube talking about how she embraced the character. And there are some really good quotes that like represent that. Look it up um, okay. if you want to find more information on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think basically any actor from the Harry Potter series, pretty much perfect. Like I can't see those actors as anyone else than the characters from Harry Potter. It's just maybe it's just that they've been in those roles often for so long. Yeah, for what? But fifteen years, maybe. Yeah, but still, I mean, they've their performances have stuck, and like I feel like if anyone else ever tries to do another rendition of the Harry Potter series, it's not going to work. They're just going to try and emulate what was already done by like. Not even just the main actors, not just Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint, but like all the actors. The, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know all the actors' names, of course, but like the actors that play Fred and George, they fit the role so well. Well, I haven't seen Harry Potter, so I can't really comment on that. Um, but I can totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a couple of superhero movies where I think the actors are like pretty much perfect. You know, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man's pretty good one. Um, I don't know, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, he fits pretty well. Uh, you do know that Hugh Jackman did a lot of musicals before he became a big starring role. Yes, know? and now he's Wolverine, and now I can't see him as he anyone actually, else. He actually doesn't like really playing Wolverine, do you know that? No, I didn't know when, that. When they finished shooting the last movie when he was Wolverine, he was sort of a bit like over it. He wanted to move on to something else. Now he's doing a musical, he's going back to his musical roots. Mm, cool. I still can't see him as anyone else, but cool. Yeah. Um... Oh, uh, I know we've talked about this one before on um, Amplify, and I know you're not going to agree with this necessarily, but Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock oh, and no. Martin Freeman as uh, Watson. Watson, they fit the roles really well. I, I mean, Sherlock is such an, an annoying character. Not necessarily annoying. But I think but... I think Benedict Cumberbatch... Yes, I said Cumberbatch. That's his new name. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch really uses the essence of Sherlock as portrayed in the books. Like, in the books, some of the lines are just directly quoted, and when you read the books... It makes just, a lot more sense. It just works. It clicks. Yeah, it just makes sense. Amplify. 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 What makes you feel determined? Well, I just want to point out that the actual title of this segment is... What? Uh, no, 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 we'll tell them later. Okay, okay. They'll, they'll find when, out later. When we announce the song, you'll find out. If you know this game that we're going to talk about later or well, play actually, the song from, you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. Um, you'll, you'll get it. I'll tell you later. Anyway, so what do you do to get yourself pumped to do stuff, Thomas? I usually am, like, never pumped because I'm just like, uh, I could totally do this, but I don't want to. But, you know, I get determined sometimes by... What do I do? What do I do? I listen to music and I'm just like, let's do it. Let's motivate myself. Just do it. No. By the way, we talked about memes last week. So, yeah, catch um, up on podcasts at Omni yeah. App. That's O-M-N-Y-A-P-P.com forward slash shows forward slash Amplify. Catch up on podcasts. It's great. Okay. Um, nah, so what sort of music? Like, what's the music that gets you pumped? Is it like more heavy stuff? I don't or... know. I just... There are some artists that I like more than others and I feel like... The music that I really like more really, like, gets me excited and motivated and actually wants me to do something. Like, I don't know. Do you understand where I'm coming from? 
Uh, yeah, I guess. For myself, personally, I think I don't necessarily do anything in particular. There are just days when I wake up and I'm just like, Let's do I this. can do stuff now. Until I actually start doing things sometimes. Uh, no. Nah. With homework, it's usually listening to music or mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Music's a pretty good one. Do you know, with homework, um, my science teacher told us, it's better to listen to, like, nothing. Because yeah, I know. It, you might tap your foot to it or sing along, and that's really bad because when you're doing, like, studying, it gets in your brain. When you're doing, like, exam, talking about that later, stay tuned, um, it, like, you need music to play along to. Yeah. Um, I honestly do it anyway. I've heard that advice as well. I personally don't care. It, <laughs> it makes... if Hey, if it makes me do my homework... It then helps. I think it works. Yeah. Exams. Ooh. Yay. I know the year tens at my school have started exams this week. But Already? I, yep. Oh, and okay. I do exams next week. I do exams in two weeks, I Two think. weeks? What? That's, yeah. that's unfair. Meh, not really. Um, oh. Hey, we've been doing exams since year eight. You're only doing exams this year starting in year nine. Yeah, well, still. It's not going to make that big a difference. Best part of exams this year, though... Uh, see, starting this year, we don't have to go to school if we don't have an exam. <gasps> I get a five-day weekend because of that. Because I don't have exams on a Thursday or a Friday. Then on a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, um, the no, Monday is public yeah. holiday. Queen's birthday. Oh, okay. Um, I'm happy. <laughs> but no. We have to stay at school, so year nines have to stay at school after yeah. their exams. It's not but until year, year tens 10. can leave. Yeah, it's not until year ten that I'm we just can like, do that as well. Um, we don't get that freedom. Why not? Because you're year nine. So... That doesn't matter. Hey, I had to do that in year nine as well. It's stupid though. Yeah. I think it's really dumb. I think it makes sense. They want to emphasize. They want to put emphasis on studying, so it makes yeah. sense, I guess. Okay, uh, so anyway. exams. Game plan for exams. Don't procrastinate. Uh huh. I've Back heard a up. lot of people say don't cram at the last minute. Backup plan. Make sure you don't procrastinate. Plan C. If you procrastinate, stop procrastinating. Wow, that's that's really really sturdy. Hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> um, nah. Seriously, though, I'm not the best person when it comes to studying for exams. Mm-hmm. So if I can give you one tip for your first exams, it's, like, make a list. Uh-huh. Oh, and make sure you know where your exam room is. Oh, my God. We have these dodgy timetables that don't have times or rooms. No, they have rooms, but they don't have periods, which is super confusing, and they don't have days. Yeah, luckily for us, they've started doing it. All exams are going to be in the same room, so... Pretty much the same thing with us. We have our exams in the hall except for some that are downstairs. Anyway, go. Uh, yeah, so main tip, know where your room is. Don't get there late. Uh-huh. Oh, bring a million pens. Whenever we have a test, I always bring a bunch of pens and everyone always is like, oh, why are you using so many pens? It doesn't make sense. And I'm just like, that's because if you don't use pens, they run out. Anyway, we've talked about exams enough. They're just starting to make me nervous. Yeah. Amplify the sound of underaged Melbourne. I'm going to be analysing Ultraviolence by Lana Del Rey. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, it's a pretty album. It's also by Lana Del Rey, figuratively. Um, so, it's her third studio album, um, and it was released June, 20th, June 13th, 2014. And... She wanted to do something different from her original, uh, like, the album before, which was called Paradise and Born to Die, and it was very, like, bright, 
but this album's a lot darker and it's got a lot, a lot darker themes. Even though Born to Die has dark themes, this is a lot like a lot slower. Okay. Cuz Born to Die was like a bit more fast-paced. Take Lolita the song for example, that's very dun 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 while this song while this album's really dun, slow. Dun, okay, so can you dun. tell us a bit about the album itself? Um it's got three genres. They're desert rock, which I don't really understand. Don't know what that means. Dream pop, which we've talked about before. Everyone's favourite, dream pop. Okay. Um, and there's also psychedelic rock, which is just like really taking that 60s, 70s feel and putting it into modern music. Um, couple singles. They were, they were West Coast, Shades of Cool, Ultraviolence, Brooklyn Baby, and Black Beauty. Black Beauty was originally a song was one of her older songs, and it got leaked, and then she, like, re-enhanced it and put it onto the album. And a lot of fans were really disappointed by this because apparently it lost its magic, ah. which is quite sad and everything, but I think it changed for the better. That's all you get for leaking things, people. Yeah. A lot of her leaked songs are really lovely, but lots have been taken off, which is so sad and everything. But oh, some one day she better release those songs. Anyway, so this album's a lot darker, as I said. Critically, it was one of the best albums, like one of the year's best albums. A lot of people were talking about it. it sparked a lot of controversy around the community, saying like, "Why is she talking about this? Why is she talking about about that? About that?" But that was sort of Lana's vibe from the very beginning. Like, should we talk about this? I need to put this out into the public. It's a real thing. It wasn't like war and stuff or anything like that. Um, but it was just. A lot more powerful. So on the original album, there are 11 songs, and there's one cover song called The Other Woman. It's a really pretty song. Um, have you heard the no. original? It's quite... It references infidelity, which is very Lana-esque. Um, anyway, on the deluxe version, um, there are 14 songs, including Black Beauty, Guns N' Roses, and Florida Kilos. And Guns N' Roses obviously Reference. refers to the band Guns, Guns N' Roses. Roses yep. um, and on the on the Japanese Spotify and Target versions in America, um, there's a song called Flipside, which is actually super pretty. Amplify. 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 So, Thomas, have you had any interesting excursions this year? I, I don't think I've... Yeah, we haven't been on any excursions this year, I don't think. I've had a couple. I had one for Japanese and we went to... Um, what was it, Monash? That was pretty fun. Um, you know, they just did a bit of a presentation on, like, why I do Japanese, and, yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one for um, this program called Youth in Philanthropy. What's um, that? It's, like, we basically have to organize a grant to different organizations mm-hmm. and stuff, and that was pretty cool, pretty interesting. Um, and I feel like there was one more, but I can't remember what it is. Oh. Um, yeah, I can't quite remember. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, what are some of the ex- your favourite excursions just throughout anything? I don't really remember many, but I remember getting lost at ScienceWorks in, like, year one or year two. Oh, ScienceWorks was one of my favourites. I love ScienceWorks and everything. I didn't get lost. Like, I don't even know what happened. Like, just remember ScienceWorks and then getting picked up by another group of kids from my school. It's really odd. Uh, what's what's one that really sticks out to me? I guess you could consider camp an excursion in a way. Um, I've never liked camp. I've always really? hated camp. Why? I don't know. I've just never liked camp. I don't like... 
being in a room with 24 other people. Why not? It's like, it, was because it in a room? Because they're people. I don't like people. And usually the food on camp is really terrible. I remember, uh, I hope none of my teachers are listening, because I remember in uh, year nine camp, uh, we were all in tents and stuff, and my friend, one of my friends bought Cards Against Humanity. <gasps> and uh, we were playing that in secret and trying to, like, and make sure the teachers didn't see. That, they probably honestly wouldn't have cared. They, they always send, like, the really cool teachers on camp. No offense to any teachers from my school that are listening that are Oh, you might get camp. in trouble for that. Oh, I don't know. If care. anyone's listening. Oh, I don't anyone care. Anyone from Zach's school, we're sorry. And teachers from my school. Yeah. Unless you're, like, my camp coordinator because you were awesome. Oh, that's nice. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.